Let's turn our attention now to the U.S. presidential election. Joining me is Mark Halperin. He is the co-host of With All Due Respect, co-managing editor of Bloomberg Politics. And he can be followed on Twitter at Mark Halperin. And, of course, with all due respect, watch it every weeknight, 5 p.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg Television and 99.1, Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, D.C. Uh, Mark, thank you very much for coming in. Uh, I feel a little bad for you because now, you you know, you're not going to be able to really cover Ted Cruz and John Kasich in the same way that you had to follow them on a regular basis. What's next hmm. for the for the Republicans? We'll get to the Democrats in a second. Well, I mean, look, uh, this is uh, relatively late, not unprecedentedly so, to be down to one candidate. And uh, you're now going to have uh, Donald Trump trying to become both simultaneously someone who can consolidate the Republican Party and broaden his support to win a general election. So watching how Donald Trump, who's been one of the most startling presidential candidates we've ever seen in a variety of ways, navigate this new phase is going to be a pretty big story to cover. Well, Mark Halperin, you're jumping right into the uh, who is the vice president going to be game. You have picked your favorite for Donald to be Donald Trump's favorite. Well, I think Chris Christie is probably the most likely, but the two names that I find most intriguing and, and strikes fear in the hearts of Democrats are Bob Gates, the former defense secretary, and uh, the former governor of Indiana, Mitch Daniels. Those are two picks that could fundamentally reshape the race. Two guys who would be instantly seen as qualified to be president, I believe, and two guys who would uh, send a signal from Donald Trump about how seriously he's taking the prospect of being president. Speak, if you can, a little bit more about Robert Gates, former defense secretary, and a little bit of his political uh, Democrat and Republican service. He's one of the greatest public servants of the last 50 years in this country. He served Democratic and Republican presidents, stayed over as defense secretary uh, from the Bush administration to the Clinton, uh, the Obama administration. And I just I think uniformly is seen as a respected uh, voice on national security. Uh, he's not going to have much of a portfolio in terms of domestic policy. But again, uh, Donald Trump wanted to send a signal that he was picking someone who uh, would be seen as uh, qualified to be president, someone who uh, would send a signal about his seriousness on national security, responsibility on national security. Secretary Gates would, would be a, a, a huge pick. And uh, you know, frankly, Hillary Clinton might consider Bob Gates. He is, he is considered that both bipartisan and nonpartisan a figure. Well, uh, how about a woman? How about Condoleezza Rice? She has a lot of international experience. Um, she's, in case she, she's a woman, right? If you want to get uh, a little more diversity on the ticket, what do you think? I think it's unlikely. She's always shied away from electoral politics. She's got some very liberal positions on social issues, which could be a problem for Trump with the delegates. And my guess is she's probably not a huge Trump supporter. Talk to us about Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton following his victory in Indiana yesterday. You know, John Holman will be talking about, and I'll be talking about this on, with all due respect tonight, this issue of why Hillary Clinton didn't kind of roll along the way Donald Trump did. She's won recent contests. She has momentum. Why was Indiana a loss for her? And why might she lose some other upcoming states? Um, this was a state where Bernie independents could vote, where Bernie Sanders did very well with the kind of demographic groups have done well with so far. So this does not change uh, the likelihood of his becoming the nominee. It's still uh, beyond long shot because of the delegate math. Uh, it does not change uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, general uh, strategy, but it is not ideal for her. It would be better for her uh, to close this out, and it appears now that she'll face uh, electoral contests where she'll have to focus to some extent on 
holding Bernie Sanders at bay. Uh, back to this question of Vice President and Donald Trump, uh, uh, Chris Christie, you think a lot of people say is the favorite. What seems the problem with that seems to me that uh, he's feisty, he's tough. Donald Trump has been very feisty and tough. Doesn't Donald Trump need someone who will be the, you know, the yin to his yang that will balance out Donald Trump and who he is? I mean, there's certainly many cases of, of people who uh, are picking running mates who have approached it that way. But you only have to go back to 1992 when a young, southern, moderate, Democratic presidential nominee uh, chose a young, southern, moderate Democrat to be his running mate. When Bill Clinton chose Al Gore, it reinforced his strengths in a way that the alchemy there was pretty powerful. A blunt, uh, aggressive uh, uh, agent of change might reinforce that message with a blunt, aggressive agent of change. All right. Mark Halpern, thank you so very you. much. He is the host of With All Due Respect, weeknights at 5 p.m. on Bloomberg Television, Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, D.C. It's a must-see, a must-listen program. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. He's at Bloomberg World Headquarters in New York City. I'm at the Hoover Institution at Stanford University in the Bay Area, home of Bloomberg 96.1. We're going to be talking to our stocks editor next, Dave Wilson, about his chart of the day. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio.